episode 28, take three. Yes. Too, dude. It was actually pretty good. We were on fire. It was kind of hot. That's why I was so mad too, dude. We were on fire. I was mad too. <laughs> uh, dog interruption, technical turned into a technical nightmare. And uh, yeah, we're back here. Oh, we're two back. days later. What's two up? Two days later. Yeah. What day is it? Oh, Wednesday. I'm sorry. I heard a pop. I thought that's what you were referring to. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, we're back a couple days later for uh, episode 28, take two. Back. We're not gonna have still fresh, plenty to talk about. Fresh hot game takes, but. Yeah, like Alex just said, there's still so much. Actually, there's, there's probably more, to talk, more about, to talk about now than there would have been on Sunday evening. The news keeps coming, dude. Yeah, I feel like there's – I was looking earlier, and I'm like, I feel like there's like four topics in the main headline page that could take up the whole time. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know really where to begin. Right. Um, but let's not begin with football. Let's talk about comedy. It's been such a huge week oh, comedy. comedy. <laughs> it's just – Christmas for Alex, really. Alex is a Shane Gillis super fan. This week we had the new Gillis special on, on Netflix. What was it called? Uh, Beautiful Dogs. Beautiful Dogs. How did I forget a title like I that? All right. We've watched it just for the second time. Just, just finished recently. it the second time. Moments yeah. ago. Yeah. Hot off the presses. Still cried laughing both times. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to say I cried laughing the second time. I wasn't high enough. I had to some cry moments. Uh, I had some moments the second time. There's it still got me. Genuine that good. LOLs. I'll say that. The first time I was dying, though. It's a good special. Oh, it, yeah. It was killing it me, dude. Was, I missed some stuff because I was laughing so hard. I caught a couple things on the second run through already that I missed <laughs> the first time. Yeah, yeah. That was nice, dude. It was hard not to laugh through stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Gillis special. Gillis special. Gillis live this week. Gillis live. Friday Is it night. Your birthday? It feels like my birthday, right? We've moved my birthday up to September. We're going to see Shane Gillis in his favorite city in America, Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Sure Ooh, he's going to get his went super all. lounge on there. Alex needs really needs Ooh. to uh, get his seat under control, and he's going <laughs> to end up in a. I'm going to need to lock it in place. I'm going to get you a children's school desk just to hold you still. Locked in. I think we know who the. Uh, dingus of this podcast is. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, Gillis on Friday. And then, unofficial friend of the pod, Beth Stelling. Yeah, she comes out of nowhere with the Netflix announcement. She she had mentioned in the past that she didn't know what she was going to do with her next special. She had talked about putting it out on YouTube like some people have. Yeah. Um, And bam! Netflix. N- Netflix, October 3rd. Netflix snatched it up. Beth's said, I want sophomore that. album. Yeah, it's called If You Didn't Want Me Then, which I love. Yeah. Good title. Is it? Is she taking shots at Netflix in the title of her Netflix special? Possible. Given that she, I'm just joking. I'm joking, Beth. I know you're not doing that. It's not like you would take shots at a major major comedy institution in your. No, she's special. not. She's not one to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to that one too, though. That's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be October sixth so or something. Third, third, October third, October third. Netflix. Netflix. Big year for comedy. I'm going to shout, actually, I'm going to shout Joe List out, too. In oh, there. yeah. Watch Joe List, especially because he recently said on Tuesdays with Stories that it's been demonetized by YouTube. Really? Yeah, because of the, the, the uh, cunt bit. Huh. Uh, which is funny to me, because I'm like, we just watched Gillis' special on Netflix. Yeah. 
that says is a lot way worse than anything like Joe says in that special. He I says a like. lot of stuff that has uh, quote unquote been canceled, but which is amazing. But like, yeah, sorry, I just, I poor Joe. James. Poor uh, Joe. Yeah, that that's so unlucky. go out and watch Joe List special that's unlucky, too, dude. Yeah, you guys demonetized for that. Boy, we gotta watch it on this podcast because I like saying that word. I know. Good one to say. We're gonna if we ever get pot, if we get sponsors, we'll have to start worrying about that. It's punchy. What else do you have going on? The holiday weekend coming off a holiday weekend. I feel like it's been always busy at work. Oh after yeah, a holiday weekend. It's been hot as hell. You had to catch up. Yeah, your inbox was all jammed up. Roasting. I wish I was just sitting looking at an inbox, emails. Go sit in the office in the AC. I was gonna say I'm just sitting here and I'm roasting. I know I'm burning up right now. I'm sweating under the lights. Well, Alex. What else is going on? We got a, Richard downstairs. That's what you get for being an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur of the year, 2021. You're going to be like Dr. Disrespect <laughs> in 20 years. You're I'm going to be, be shouting like that out forever. I got to get another one so I can do the two-time. <laughs> got to work on getting that second one locked in. Yeah. Yeah, work on that, Alex. Maybe get a real institution to say it this time. Right. Ooh, shots fired, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> we won't we won't bring that institution's name into it again no no we're looking for sponsors hey we like that institution Burgess, actually they buy our coffee they're great to us they've been very supportive excellent they're a supportive institution that's great i just like taking shots i love taking shots taking <laughs> shots is my favorite but speaking of taking shots in episode 28.1 take one yes i was taking shots at the new disney star wars series ahsoka Yep. Which everyone has been looking You've forward been to. You've been super disappointed with it. Yeah, I've been pretty disappointed with it. Episode 3 got a little better. And because of the delay in this episode, I was able to watch episode 4, which just came out last night. Oh, nice. And again, it got a little bit better. It had more of the cool, like, kind of, like, corrupted Jedi. Cool. And it had more of the cool manic pixie babe corrupted Jedi, which she's a cutie. I like her. Always helps. Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> it always helps the situation. When a show <laughs> is as slow moving. God, the pacing in that show is so bad. Dude. Really? Dave, Fil- like Dave Filoni, we get it. You love samurai <laughs> movies. You're not Akira Kurosawa. This is not that material. You don't have that cinematography, and these actors are not carrying the weight of these pauses and these like yeah these three minute scenes that should be a thirty second scene. It's like, is that oh. is that like what he's going for? He's like he's he's got a in very heavily old samurai. I mean, it's what George Lucas film. like very much created Star Wars. Based That's on, true, I kind guess. Of. Yeah. And, but, like, Filoni is that fanboy nerd that is hammering that drum, you know? Yeah. And he's doing it with without a deft touch, you know? He doesn't yeah, have the yeah. clutch of an Olivier Giroux or the touch of an Olivier Giroux. He's got more of the touch of, you would say, a Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll touch, like a little more, more lead foot, like a concrete foot. My phone, my phone overheat in this sauna. The camera is rolling. I, I guess Alex's keep light it is out. So my light, will, I'll look a little more dim. I guess the rest of the pod. He always looks a little bit dim. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's probably better to give me the much as much fucking dim light as I can get right now. Right. <laughs> it's gonna help me look good. Maybe I'll look skinnier in the dim light. Yeah, you're going for. Uh, I don't know. I've been playing cyberpunk lately. You look like you're definitely like a CD mission giver in cyberpunk. <laughs> in cyberpunk, sitting under the red light, in like a cool kind of, cafe. Yeah. Well, my light's still on because unlike Alex, who's a nerd, I don't have a case on my phone, so it's ventilated yeah, well, case. and it's holding the light on. So far, so good. Uh, where do we leave off? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, where were we? We are talking about lead foot touches um, of the Star Wars series. Oh, yeah. My example was Andy Carroll. I couldn't come up with anything better. Yeah. Who yeah. Would you have said? It's kind of harsh on Andy Carroll. Yeah, I guess. he wasn't that bad, and I have no beef with Andy Carroll. I don't Honestly, know I this is that. super harsh as well, but and as an Arsenal fan, I'll say Theo Walcott. <laughs> 
be a walkout. Poor Theo had a terrible first touch. Sometimes he either had the touch of Henri or he had the touch of a donkey. Dude. Yeah, Absolutely. he was such a mixed bag. Right. So let's talk a little bit about this past weekend in the Prem. There were some pretty big games. We yeah. won't focus on them like it's uh, fresh news, like it's take one. Yeah. But um, let's laugh and talk about the fallout of uh, Sheffield 2, Everton 2. You know, it wasn't the most glamorous game. But it could be one of the earliest sort of relegation six-pointers in uh, Premier League history. Yeah. Match week four, these two teams needed three points from it this. It felt like it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we we just got going, and right? there's a lot of desperation there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to end in a 2-2 draw, I don't know. I, a one point in a relegation fight is a lot. It's not n- nothing. It's not nothing. Yeah, but you a, can't afford to go with no points in that match. Right, and come out of that with nothing like right. that. You can't afford that. Especially, really. yeah, Everton, who prior to this match hadn't even scored a goal yet in the league. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you have to come out of that with something. If they came out of that, yeah, no points, it would be bad. Yeah, it's not looking great either way, but still, right, better than nothing, I guess. They're on the board. Fans got really, really hyped from a Jordan Pickford save in 90 minutes plus eight. Uh, he, he tipped it onto the bar, I think. Caught a ricochet, ding, 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 boom, boom. Yeah. No, he uh, he saved a rebound as well and then corralled it. Um, oh, yeah, I saw that one. The one hit him in the face, the second save. Yeah, exactly, in the face. exactly. Like Jersey Dudek in the Champions League, to be fair, uh, he knew nothing about it, and, yeah. and there's a lot of talk about him saving Everton's season. If that's what they're relying on, yikes. Also, to be saying that this early is painful. That's ugly. That's painful right. to be like, save. he just saved our season. We are four games into the season. To be a little more positive, their new their new striker, Beto, he looked very energetic. That's good. He was Putting like, himself like, about the place. Not unlike your description of <laughs> Hoyland. Was that in, in 28, take one? Yeah, it was. So yeah. No one's going to hear that. Yeah. yeah. You described Hoyland as a, a, a real handful for Arsenal. He was. We'll yeah. come back to that. Yeah. But Beto, I think the same could be said for his first appearance for Everton. He had a very – he put himself around and made some, made some defenders work. Yeah, right. And I think I understand why they're clinging to that. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean – Think about the importance Ouch. of that of that purchase working out. They have no yeah. goals in that team. That's their role. Aside of the dice. from Calvert Lewin, um, who's who so injury prone. Injured. So poor Calvert Lewin because he is a good player when he's fit. Yeah, but like when's the last time you've seen him get a run of games? Yeah, but um, no, Beto turning out at Everton is insanely crucial. crucial. Hey, there goes there goes light. your light now. Now too. we're on the same page. That's good because I'm starting to sweat. I don't want y'all to see it. I know, right? Yeah, maybe the phones are doing us a favor. Yeah, the phones are like it's too hot in here, but. Turn that shit off. Anyway, yeah, Everton, Beto's got to work out, so it's yeah. good he looked good. It's a huge gamble. Mood change. Mood change. <laughs> We're getting energetic as we get into the bigger fixture. We're talking about the more weekend. fun fixture, brightening up. Yeah, so let's let's go to a big fixture. Let's talk Arsenal 3, uh, Manchester <sighs> United 1. One of the funniest fixtures of the season so far. Listen, man. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. It was just, so f- just a little bit. It was fun. We won't go too into it, but it was really fun. I mean, it was a roller coaster ride. Arsenal looked dominant. It looked like they were going to do the usual story, uh, which, to be fair, looking at the our actual record at the Emirates against United in the recent years, we've actually absolutely bossed them. But okay. I still have that pain in my heart of yeah. all the losses against them. Yeah. So I thought we were going to have a classic, we dominate, we're the better team, we blow it with an easy goal. Um, but no, it went even better than we could ever imagine. <laughs> Garnacho thought he had scored the winner. 
other than like the the deftest little move from Gabrielle to to little hit the Michael Jackson and keep him off sides. Oh, by right. like an inch. It's funny. I already forgot about that detail. Garnacho could have won it, and then just moments later, Arsenal went down the other end and won it. Yeah, last second <laughs> snatch and grab. Declan Rice, the then, new signing. Then with a, yeah, Declan Rice um, for English ecstasy comes yeah. through. Yeah, delivers on every level. The place is absolute mayhem. Right, um, and then they go on and get a third. Yeah, just um, a little icing on the cake. Yeah, which is awesome, just because then you see the score sheet say three one, and it doesn't even. It looks like a convincing. Yeah, now when, when I look at this at the end of the season, I probably won't remember all those details right away. I'm just gonna be like, "Ooh, look at that three one win over United. That's a good result." Easy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you see the press conference for Arteta afterwards? No. Was he kind when of? they were like, no, they were like, did you did you plan that? And he was like, just deadpan was like, yeah, yeah, I planned that. Me and the players, we talked about that. We were going to do that. We just didn't want to let the fans uh, yeah. in on it for drama. Right. It's like WWF. <laughs> yeah, we drew up to be the most dramatic result we could possibly have. The most insane timing ever. Yeah, he yeah. was super dry about it. It was real funny. Pretty funny. Uh, while we're here, let's beat up on Man U a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Graham. Sorry. Yeah, you guys are... <laughs> struggle city right now for you uh we're not the only ones piling on them this week it's been no. announced that manchester united the club is off the market no longer for sale i missed that news even that's news for me that's shock live on the podcast for me yeah stock <laughs> stock value plummeted with the news you know <laughs> plummeted who, when arsenal beat him 3-1 dude it wasn't news for this guy i want to go back to like episode one Back in November, this sale was supposed to originally go through back in November. Yeah. They delayed it. And I said, you just watch. It's not going to. You did call it. I said, Ten Hag is going to get a little bit of goodwill back in this club. The Glazers are going to see they have a way to get out. To get and, a positive and still vibe have back. their golden goose. Like They see that they're not going to have to sell it, absolutely. Yep. If they get just slightly positive vibes, they'll keep it. <laughs> because this club prints money for them, literally. Yeah. And fast forward a year. And Not even a year, and the club's off go. the market, dude. It's really, really pretty funny, dude, and so predictable. We really need to get an intern for the podcast um, to go back through the archives and pull all the genius shit that we call so I know. people know how smart we are and know how much we know. Yeah, all this Ferguson talk. For I was, Ferguson's going to Man City in January. That's the other example I Roll back the I tape have. on that one, Roll too. back the tape. Alex called, called Evan that. Ferguson last year. I saw, like, one touch in a game and a finish, and I was like, that kid's got it. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it's not doing Alex's fantasy team any good. No, he's been on the bench getting he me pulled zero points. He's probably the only one in the league that has Evan Ferguson <laughs> in his team and he's got him on the And bench. now everyone's going to probably get him now because he's popping. Yeah, he's not going to do any so good I won't now. Have any, his uh, price has definitely already gone up. My fantasy. See, I can call things like that, but my fantasy skills are awful. Yeah, well, you have to stop smoking pot and log in and change the team. <sighs> that would be a problem even without the pot. It's hard <laughs> to remember these things. I need, no, to, I need to set like reminders on my phone for Thursdays. You to do need fix, to set reminders. To set my team. Yeah. Honestly, I do because I will forget. Okay, wait, I wasn't done piling on. Right, well, yeah, what do we got? We got more. Okay. Oh, so there's plenty more news. Yeah, they're off market. I was going to say, I think there's like three more headlines we need to go over with them. Let's talk Anthony. <laughs> I was wondering which one was going to come next. Another one. Another one. <laughs> I did not pull the Khaled clip. Maybe I'll pull it. Uh, yeah, and drop it in we'll there. We'll drop it post. in post, dude. Another one. <laughs> After handling their first domestic abuse case, the Mason Greenwood case. Fumbling it all as over the place. As horribly as an institution could possibly have handled it. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's like someone on the board was like, boy, man, I wish you could really have a do-over on that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but they wished it on like one of those cursed monkey paws. Yeah, he so, actually was, was rubbing it when he wished it. 
He's like, oh, shit. And like, boom. <laughs> Another domestic violence charge against a high-profile Manchester United player. Young, high-profile Manchester United they player. They spent 80-plus million on this guy like last year. Yep. And he's been terrible. And he hasn't done anything on the pitch. It's even worse. And apparently he's been beating his girlfriend on the side. She's not worse. And Sorry, allegedly, <laughs> and also allegedly, and this is really the big one. This is different than the Greenwood case. Yeah. Because it's alleged that the club helped him cover up the abuse. That they actually used club medical facilities to treat her after he after the attack. Oh, I'm God damn it! I feel like I was smiling when I said that. And again, oh. this is why I asked Beth to be on the podcast to talk about this, so we're not like asshole bros enjoying this too much. That's insane, dude. This is alle- allegations. Oh yeah, allegedly, of course. Of course. allegedly. Yeah, but um, I mean that would be a lot of investigation to figure to for that to come out to be true. Can you imagine if the club did that and knew it all this time while the Greenwood I mean, case was going Penn on? State, they dude. knew they had this lockdown underneath while Greenwood was on the surface. They were just like, Oh my God, that's Anthony. Did, don't let him do anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously there's a very different, like uh, there's two different extre- like different circumstances, but like that's a, on the level of like a Penn state cover up. Like if they're, covering up if like a institution that big is yeah. is working to cover up because like right then you think about all the years of footballers who in the, even in the past are all drunks and things back in the day yeah how many things have been covered up over the years for sure and of course i've seen the comments if you, if you look at the internet there's always yeah. a what about george best and yeah it's like yeah george best was a raging alcoholic you think he didn't hit a woman every once in a while no and i think he talked about it openly i think yeah, uh, I, because guys back then did Sean Connery, Sean Connery did, talked yeah, about yeah, it openly. Exactly. Uh, and when, again, we're not justifying that either. No, it's terrible. But, but it's like this is just like if this is a true allegation, yeah. then this is massive hit against United for sure. as a club. No, an insane one. Yeah, I would say unrecoverable for a lot of institutions or clubs, but. Uh, you know, sadly, United fans. I think uh, a lot of them are. That's the sa- sadly football fans. Yeah, the tribalism, true. which I love, insane tribalism so much. It really is like why I love the sport. Yeah, it's but hard. it's easy to get wrapped up in. People do take it too far. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, defend their clubs when they shouldn't be defended. Yeah. Anyway, I, wait a minute. I'm not done piling on United yet. Nope. <laughs> There's more. Uh, yeah, it comes. It, boy. <laughs> so many, he's hard. It's getting ripped, mixed yeah, up in his well, brain. Why don't you lay the next one on us? Well, I'm gonna say, what's the? Where we going? The next one is the uh, decade losses of of the United over the past. You didn't decade. present that any more gracefully. No, I didn't at all. You gotta punch it up. Uh, yeah. So we're looking at so, the, the worst net spend in the last decade in the Premier League. Yeah. Amid all of this chaos, Man United have spent over a billion dollars on this team in the last decade. Which is funny because I've heard United pundits recently talking about, especially around the Arsenal match, talking about how much more Arsenal spend than United. That's pretty wild. On players. And they've not spent negative $1 billion in the last decade. Arsene Wenger no. kept that thing cruising. Eh, eh, I'm not no, having actually, that. Arsenal Wenger was, on was too the far ago, too far ago for that to be effective anymore. Arsenal was on the list. They were number four on the list, I think. No, y'all, we y'all we have spent We spend money, and we are terrible sellers. Yeah. yeah. So our net spend does not look good. Liverpool were number twelve on the list, pretty far down. That is pretty impressive. There's honestly. nobody below us on that list that has won a league and European Championship. I'll tell you that. I mean, you're you guys have done a, a stupidly good job recruiting and selling. Yeah, that's the difference between good. our clubs is like we haven't spent a lot more than you. Right. But I think we've just been so bad at getting money back. Right. That's true. We've done a, 
a good job of that. We've I mean, had a lot of wasted like, like big talent that just went for free. FSG prioritized that as a model coming in. And, yeah. And so yeah, yeah, we developed a pretty good sales model there. Uh, while we're on Liverpool, let's yeah, let's go through. It. Uh, this past weekend, Liverpool three, they hosted Aston Villa, who scored one goal and lost the game. Uh, <laughs> unremarkable game. Liverpool played in second gear the whole time. Uh, yeah, it, kind of shocking to us that that was the case. I mean, I remember going into the yeah. weekend before it was like you were like, "Oh shit, Villa is going to be tough." I did expect because your defense to pick was hurt. This, yeah, I was expecting our first loss of the year. We were missing Kanate and Virgil. That's it, really. Uh, yeah, but that's big. Yeah, it comes down to that. I mean. You know, we have such a, a history with, like, traumatically ravaged defenses. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it went easy. I don't know. As I think Leon Osmond on BBC said, you know, it's what Liverpool want. They want teams to show up at Anfield ready to lose. Yep. And that's what it looked like. Yeah, Unai um, kind of shocked us with a, a very negative approach to the game. Which, like, that, not that Unai is not good at setting up a team defensively. I think we mentioned that in the first time we talked about this. But, like, yeah. it – it just like it was shocking how, with how much talent he has now and how well they play that he just like kind of sat back and took it. Yeah, I think we just successfully pressed him really, really high. You it's know? true, you did. I mean, yeah, Liverpool were really great on the day, right? Like taking nothing away from that. Yeah, the game was highlighted by that Sobis like goal, right? Yeah, it's a beautiful hit from a corner, dropped out to the top of the box, and he cracked it. Uh, very Thiago esque, uh, but looking back at it, dude, just the kind of. Uh, elegance of the midfield when i watch highlights looking back is what really strikes me as different the goals were fine whatever yeah. but our midfield looks so different now i mean it's obviously been well documented that we did a complete rebuild yeah yeah but the style is so different dude you know like this, wine all of them henderson uh fabinho are just clydesdales they're all workhorses it's true you yeah. know yeah. henderson passing is the most nuanced or elegant of the three is absurd dude <laughs> yeah he'd yeah. crack like one or two goals a season and they'd get remembered but now see McAllister and Sobosly in there. It's so much more elegant, dude. There's so many like really slick, progressive moves, great dribbles. Yeah, everything. It's it's like we cloned Tiago three times. I mean, not nah, they're all they all have individual yeah, yeah. styles, but in terms of technical ability and the way they move the ball, it looks so much different than so it used smooth. To. We've had such a yeah a workhorse midfield for the last uh, for the Klopp <laughs> era, and now we have like a cool one. Yeah, which is different. a different feel for Klopp team. Yeah. Workhorse midfield's kind of a big part of his teams. Yeah, and I think this team could do that too, hopefully so. Yeah. Maybe maybe but he's also, going full Wenger, like, idealistic in his later age where he just wants to build the perfect team and win the way he wants to win. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, I'd be down, dude. Um, I love that. And I hope his idealism includes handsomeness too because the handsome factor has also gone up. It's true. English it's people true. like Jordan Henderson, but he looks like a chav to me, dude. Uh, bringing in Sobosly, he's a beefcake. Handsome factor up, dude. Big yeah. time. McAllister is um, like handsome, but he's a funny he's little like handsome guy. He's like kind of cartoonishly guy. handsome. It's he looks funny. like a Pixar character that came a real. And then he does his like awkward little laugh too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's our Endo's pretty handsome. Oops, I keep saying. Uh, James yelled at me for it last week. I James, stop. it's so much harder to edit those out when there's video involved. Oh yeah, that would be right? really annoying. I think the only handsome downgrade we've made from the peak years is losing Genie Wijnaldum. You know? Yeah, Wijnaldum was a handsome man. He was so handsome. He was kind of like weird, like chiselly. Like, he looked like a statue almost. His skin tone was so good, too. It was like perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like why he cinnamon. looked statuesque. And he, he was so perfect. so perfectly. He had flawless skin. Yeah. Beautiful smile. 
It's crazy. The new guys don't really have that. It's hard to live up yeah. to, though. Anyway, let's move down through a couple more games. We can laugh at a couple of funny losses this week, including Brighton beating Newcastle 3-1. <sighs> Brighton put a hurting on Newcastle. Your your bench boy, Evan Ferguson. Yeah, hat-trick hero. Ferguson. <laughs> on my bench, giving me 17 points on solid bench. <sighs> solid bench with 17 points sitting there. This is why Alex is sitting rock bottom, and this is why we're dedicating a Patreon episode to rebuilding Alex's fantasy team. Rebuilding, all I need to do is substitutions. (laughs) (laughs) No, he needs a hard rebuild. We're talking rock bottom, folks. No, I'm talking about I've admittedly dropped from first to middle of the pack, sixth place. Yeah. I'm ready to get back in it. I feel pretty good. I didn't even look at where I'm at after this weekend. Am I still rock bottom? Yes. <laughs> not by far, though. You're not like a distant. You're not pulling a Derby County. Like, yeah, we're I'm done. like 50 points back. Nick, the founder of the league, who, t- who I think takes it a little more seriously than we do. Is he down there, too? No, no, no. He's oh. middle of the pack by me. But he said that a lot of times the first international break is when he plays his wild card. Because the wild card, you can do a full rebuild for free, no penalties. <laughs> oh, shit. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's a smart move. So you can kind of take a look around, weigh up, weigh up who's Yeah, now you've seen some not, players yada, in the yada, league yada. a bit. Yeah. Injuries and such. So maybe we can each play a wild card and rebuild our rebuild teams our for teams. the Patreon. That could be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'd be into that. I definitely need a rebuild. Yeah. But anyway, Newcastle, down in the dumps, dude. But Hedy Howe is uh, struggling. Struggling. Is is he going to be gonna the big the first X? manager X? <laughs> Dude, is it time for the upgrade? Uh, who's even out there though right now? Who's a who's a big name that's like floating? Yeah, I don't know. They would put pressure on. And him. Like we said, the 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 contingent running Newcastle now seem to be making smart moves so far. By appointing Eddie to begin with was a pretty intelligent move. Yeah, I mean they could have gone wild from the start. They've bought players pretty efficiently, so it's reasonable to think that they might not make an a, a rational move, and, and just and, keep you know, they might be patient with him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's still very early in the season. Come mid-season, if he's still struggling a little bit, there's definitely going to be some talks for sure about swapping him out. Oh yeah, come pressure Christmas. can build real easy for him. Yeah, if oh, he doesn't turn it around, top four is minimum expectation. Yeah, now. I mean Brighton's like Brighton can do that to anybody. Of course, they can turn it. They, I feel like they've turned us over three one several times. So although get you. Yeah, so I'm not. Yeah, that's not a huge loss, but he's got to be worried definitely. Right. Any other ones we want to laugh at? Yeah, we got one more funny result. We got Chelsea nil hosting oh, yeah. Forest. How can I if not? How can I not remember that one? Forest won. Yeah, pretty good. Chelsea's a mess. Chelsea is a mess. Pochettino under pressure as well. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I saw it coming, but I didn't like. I wouldn't like let myself believe it. You know, I thought Pochettino was gonna get it together. Like they got so many players out the door and like kind of reshifted the squad. And I was like, okay, this. I was like, shit, Pochettino might make this work. Yeah, when they started unloading all the dead wood to the Saudis, I thought he was going to get it together. Speaking of balancing the books well, that right. was, you got to give him credit there. Right. And I think he still might. Again, it's only four games in. So oh, yeah. he can still get it right. And but, still, a lot of that squad is new. Totally. Like, as, as much as it seems crazy to think, because yeah. everybody was just new that left, it felt like. But. And. We can't forget their marquee goal scorer they signed in the summer. Chris not even Kuku there. is injured, so they haven't even seen their new striker yet. That's true. Nicholas Jackson wasn't the answer they had, had hoped for. No, he looked great in preseason. But in the meantime, let's laugh at him. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. mid table again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. It would be a joy to watch them <laughs> flounder down there again this season. Yeah, I would love after it. after spending all the money and doing all this the shit they've done. How long does Bowley keep spending like that if it keeps struggling? 
I mean, he, there has to be an end point, right? He spent over a billion in three transfer windows. Yeah. He can't keep doing that. And it's not going to always be that easy to ship people out. Well, no. I guess with the Saudi league, maybe it will be. But how many of these players are also always going to agree to go there? That's true. These Especially kids are all in the prime on, of their career. And they're all on eight-year contracts, or most of them, yeah. many of them. Did they put, like, random weird clauses snuck into these eight-year contracts or no, something? No, if a player is low-key shit or gets injured and they're on an eight-year deal, what they can they just retire. They're done, dude. They're going to get Go paid Go sit at home. Years. You're going to get paid for eight years straight get for doing well. nothing. Yeah. That's but, wild. Yeah. I mean, I hope it blows up in his face. He seems like a real idiot. <laughs> you say he seems like an idiot. The question I wanted to ask is, does he have the worst agent in all of football? He might. We talked about the projects that he has taken on. Uh, Tottenham, where he was Oh, we're talking about Pochettino. Pochettino. Oh, who oh, are I was you saying Bully looks like a real idiot. Oh, Bully. Yeah, 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 yeah. my bad. Well, no, Pochettino. Pochettino could look like an idiot for taking yeah. this project on, like I said. Absolutely. Bully does look like an idiot, a classic American cowboy idiot, yeah. which you have to admire a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of funny, honestly. But Pochettino, from Tottenham, where he was the golden child, but handcuffed by, by budget, Yep. to PSG, where he jumped on an absolute grenade of the— Biggest collection Most toxic of Madonna's of all time. Yeah, Neymar just called it hell. He said him and Messi were in hell the whole time they were in Paris. Yeah, so there was no managing that squad. And from there he goes to Chelsea, which last year I think we saw the least manageable squad we've ever seen in the Premier League. I mean, I've never seen such like I honestly cannot believe they even finished where they finished. Reports of two different starting 11s in training and and yeah, and then picking training the final completely 11. separately. Training completely separately. It's nuts. They had to extend the locker room because there wasn't enough room for the squad in the locker room. Like, it was unprecedented chaos. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, wasn't it was for, nuts. I mean, you can only chalk up sheer brute force natural talent stopping them from getting relegated. Yeah. It was just Second a couple match. talented people got some goals at crucial times to keep them in the mid-table like mid there. Right. But, yeah, it doesn't seem like much has changed. A lot has changed, but not much has changed so far. We'll see. So we'll see. I think they'll get it together. That's my prediction. I do still think they'll get it together. I think from the beginning, I've I've still feared them. Mm-hmm. Um, but normally, I feel like Chelsea are hot starters, and this year they're not. So maybe they'll turn it on second half of the year. Not the same old Chelsea, Alex. It's true. Same old Chelsea chance, but not the same old Chelsea. Anything else? Anything else primarily we need to catch up on? We don't need to talk about any of last round's fixtures. I don't think we've done plenty. That's all old news now. We cool. covered we covered the essentials. Um, I have another headline to bring up if you want to. Lay it on me. The women's Spanish manager being fired. Right. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and have him being like, what? 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 How's this fair? I just won a World Cup. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not defending him. No, uh, no, no. Go for it. No, I was just going to say, I actually don't have the details on this. I thought no. he was against Rubiales. Was he defending him? So apparently the the whole thing I saw of reasoning is he, when Rubiales said that he was refusing to step down and spoke out publicly in front of everybody, yeah. he stood and applauded him. Okay. So he, like, backed him. Like, he was boys with him. That was the wrong move. Yeah. Man. It's like, dude, you just, like, yeah, you just won a World Cup. But you got sacked because you just you backed your boy in the wrong time. You're not invincible, dude. He probably felt invincible. He felt like he's like, I just won a World Cup. There's no way they're sacking me. Yeah, this is zero the- chance they're sacking me. Yeah. Yeah, he literally, they were like, nope, bye. And he's like, it's unfair. Yeah, dude. It's, it's like revolution. Dude, there's cameras everywhere now. That's tough. People saw you openly supporting a man who sexually assaulted a woman. I mean, it's like, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one because if it is his boy and his boy told him, no, I didn't do it. It was nothing like that. You yeah. Know, the cameras got... will tell the truth. Right. Then would he stand up? I mean. Possibly. If he was like, trying to be a supportive friend and in that situation and he thought he had a different side of the story. but Yeah, dude. Um, It's a tough look, though. It is when the facts the facts keep rolling out and you're like you're just on the wrong side of it. Yeah, at least the Spanish Federation is cleaning house. Nobody expected them to do anything about any of this. Yeah, everyone was like they're just gonna they're gonna mess this up and yeah. they are like putting the hammer down. I think Rubiales is still under just temporary suspension. Yeah, but that's obviously pending there's no chance he's getting out of this. Terms. There's not a chance in hell he's yeah, getting out of this yeah. dude. And she just filed legal complaints against him. She so. did, yep. Which I think she was forced into by his dumbass saying she lied. You know, she, I, she probably wasn't going to take it to court if he didn't do that. If he would have just like admitted what he did and apologized and like, yeah, and like said anything, done anything differently than he did, really. You know, she's probably got a defamation charge on top of a assault charge now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's just digging himself a bigger hole. I don't know that the law works the same way in Spain. Yeah, obviously, but... yeah, we're not. We definitely don't know anything really about Spanish law. I know that there seems to be a lot of issues with footballers paying taxes over there. That's one thing I know. <laughs> <laughs> if any Spanish lawyers listen to the pod, get yeah, at us. Get at us. We'd love to know what's going on over there. Surely we've got one or two amongst the yeah the crowds, right? Yeah. I don't have a lot else to talk about. We can keep it cash. Yeah. We should give a shout out to real friend of the pod, uh, Nick Tanaglia, who made it out to L.A. Yes. First comedic guest we had on the pod. One yeah. of our favorite episodes, I so think. So fun. Going out to great Detroit episode. to hang out with Nick. He told us that day he was moving to L.A. in the fall. And yeah. That, and now he gone there. and done it. Good he's for there. You, I saw him shouting out looking for mics. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be killing it. I hope he's doing it. Yeah. He's a funny dude. I hollered at Beth to give him some advice, but Beth is busy these days, as we discussed earlier. She's big time. Big time Beth Stelling. Anyway. Um, That's not to say Beth is big time. No, no, no. We love we love. She recommended Nick to begin with, if people don't know the full story. That's true. Long, long ago, we reached out looking for Michigan comics that are funny. I'm sure, is, sure when she has some time or, you know, she'll reach out to Nick at some point or they'll talk at some point while they're out there. Oh, I don't think so. They're enemies now. It's all <laughs> cutthroat competitive <laughs> stuff, Alex. It's true. It's true. Open mic time. Mic time is important out there. What's <laughs> going on? We got an international break. I hate that. I normally hate it. Liverpool, there's actually a few injuries around the league that are going to benefit from this international break. That's true. Uh the latest being Trent Alexander-Arnold for Liverpool. Yeah, that one was kind of a surprise. Did he come off in that game? I, I can't don't think remember. he did. I think he played the full. He just the he just 90. ended up with something at the end. Yeah, it must have been he reported have after. It. He's expected to miss a couple weeks. He's not expected to be back for Wolves, but he'll survive. Yeah, one at least. Yeah, the international breaks only caused him to be out for one match. That's not bad. Right. And he does not go away with England, which is always nice. Right. We have so many players on the international break right now. It always stresses me out so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I hate it. It sucks when you have good players. It's like, come on. Yeah, that reminds me of another headline, actually. Uh, back to Liverpool. Sorry, folks. <laughs> New signing, Ryan Gravenberch. Gravenberch. Oh, yeah, I forget. Like Gravenberch. That one kind of like snuck in under the radar at the end there. It did. Deadline and I was like, oh, I forget he's there now. But anyway, he announced that he was unavailable for the uh, Netherlands under-21s for this break because he wanted to settle in at his new club. Why does he look like he's like 45? I know he does. <laughs> so you he's, said under-21s. I was like, that guy's under-21s? What are you talking didn't about? Didn't I tell you that? I said he's got <laughs> one of those faces, dude. He's a teenager. That, or he's he looks 21, like he's at least like 30. He's 40. 
<laughs> it's nuts. But uh, anyway, Van Hall, of course, couldn't help but speak up. Or was it Koeman? One of the two Dutch old assholes. Yeah, had to say something it about Koeman. it. It was Koeman, actually, yeah. not Van Hall. Van Hall said something else insane this week. I forget yeah. what. He but, did, because I saw uh, Van Dyke had to like say something, right? Oh, Van Hall said that the World Cup was fixed for Messi. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Van Dyke had to come out and say it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, Van Dyke was like, I do not share that opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's literally what he said. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Koeman said the Netherlands are very disappointed that Graven Birch refused to play for his national team. First of all, God, these teams are so dramatic. He's settling dude. into his new club. He played for it's the under twenty one. Second of all, yeah, and third of all, he played for them in the under twenty one Euros this summer. Yeah, so give him it's a break, not like man. He's routinely snubbing them. No, and it would benefit them all for him to settle in at Liverpool. Yeah, if he does well at Liverpool, possible. he's in your senior team. Yeah, just Ronald Koeman being a fucking dick, dude. Like. He seems to be. It's funny because we like put it. We we're harsh on the English a lot. Yeah. But it's not just the English. No. Of course, like uh, <laughs> Shane Gillis says, those European whites, <laughs> they're a problem, dude. <laughs> those European whites are a problem. Yeah, dude. They're cocky. They think they're the coolest ones. Yeah. 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 They're all cocky, man. That's super funny, dude. I was thinking about that Gillis special too. He was. <laughs> we're talking about how. <laughs> American whites know that we're not the coolest. Yeah, we know there's yeah. other people out there, other colors that are cooler than us. Yeah. Some European whites don't get that exposure, and they're cocky <laughs> about being cool. He's like, that's how you get a Conor McGregor. Super funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. Not to give spoilers about uh, Gillis is special too much. Yeah. But he was like, the day Jackie Robinson first stepped up to the plate in the majors is the day white coolness died. <laughs> Which is so good. And I was thinking about, like, what is the moment in football when that happened? And I, was, and I was just picturing, like, Europeans watching Pele play for the first time. English people watching Pele play and be like, oh, The game that they created. Oh, oh shit. And, oh, exa- exactly. <laughs> like, we, we better create an anthem about bringing the game back home. <laughs> We they don't like this game abroad. We don't want dude. the game abroad. We want it at home. They are ter- they're still terrified that, that it's not all white English boys playing in the league. Definitely, dude. There's anytime, a good portion of them that are. Anytime there's any anything close, anyone feels anything close to an all English 11 or even all British 11. Oh, people are so excited. It's all over the news, dude. Remember when Wenger tried the English project and it failed miserably? Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> it was a nightmare, dude. Everyone was either injured or terrible. oh shit oh a nightmare area there were some good boys in there but yeah uh speaking of that while we're dumping on brits yeah what else we got (laughs) you know how disgusted we are by you know the the sports washing of saudi arabia yada 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 i gotta say i can't help but feel a little bit smug hearing british commentators during these games be like the Saudis, they're, they're just, they're draining the league of all its talent. Yeah. Someone literally said it like that, a verbatim right. sentence during a game this weekend. Yeah. And like, y'all, are you really that lacking self-awareness? Yeah. You've been doing the same thing for decades You've drained now. all of Europe of all its talent that's for decades. That's how you built this mega league that's making everybody billions of dollars. Yeah. And look, I'm on board for it, okay? I and, love it. And the yes, Premier League's great. Saudi Arabia is not the same thing, and they're doing it for different reasons. Yeah. I guess. But are they? Are I they really, though, in the know. end? Or I mean, is it all about money in the end? I will say it's not the same thing in the sense that it's a religious fundamentalist autocracy, and they execute people for gayness or protest. <laughs> yeah, that's very different. It was in the media recently. They they executed a guy with, like—or they're executing a guy 
for a protest tweet who has like n- nine followers. Yeah. Anyway. Jeez. All of the European powers and powers are mo- have been monsters at some point in their history. Not like good old America, dude. America's Just never been a monster, world again dude. And again, uh, here comes the Nazis. Let's stomp them down. Yeah, stomp oh, them out, dude. Vietnam, Kong, we better stomp them out before they get to become a threat, even. And that's when we learned that we should stop them out before they become a threat. Yeah, then and we then, started doing all the secret. Then we learned about the Middle East, stuff. and we just never even let them become a threat. <laughs> we did the secret nasty stuff. We learned stuff. that if you just <laughs> destabilize, condense destabilize. it down to WMD, and just so as long as people have like a phrase they can chant on the news. Use Weaponize the news against the public. Are we talking about good. soccer still? Wait, is this a soccer podcast? My iPad died, so my notes are oh, gone. So, so we're now just, I'm we're talking about now. Operation Desert Storm. <laughs> <laughs> and mission accomplished. That's just because Gillis got us fired up on patriotism, oh, sh- dude. Dude, that's what's happening. We Gillis just, just warped Gillis. our brains, dude. We just watched the new Gillis special, and we're both imitating him. Like He's losers. literally doing this patriotism. This is what new comics do. They just it's do true. impersonations of comics they like. It's true. We just busted ourselves doing that. We're like, hey, we're like Chris Farley. Hey, remember when you said that? That was cool. <laughs> it's like us just doing quotes back and forth to each other from Gillis and Special. More like I was picturing uh, Norm MacDonald and David Letterman talking about, uh, I don't remember the context, but comics doing that. And uh, one of them at one point, I think, says, yeah, there's no more Mitch Hedbergs out there. And the other goes, oh, I think there's actually a lot of Mitch Hedbergs out there now. <laughs> it's true, right? Yeah, for real. It's true. And, like, I mean, yeah, it happens that way. I know a lot of big comedians now talk about how embarrassed they are about how how much they were, like, copying a vibe. From... It's difficult not to. I know Gillis talks about how he was copping uh, Louie a lot. Like, sure. Louie was his idol, so he was, like, stealing from vibes from him a lot. When I first started going to small mics in Chicago, that was my shit talk, actually. That I was, I was like, it seems like they're all doing impressions of, being of big comedians. comedians yeah, yeah like, none of them seem to have their own voice. Yeah, which I makes sense of for a young I comic, obviously. And not really, yeah, um, giving credit to how long it takes to develop your voice. I've, yeah, you know, I mean, look at us right now. I was just gonna say, I came here to Grand Rapids <laughs> to develop the voice of this podcast, and it's it hard. still sounds the same as it did day one. Yeah, it's hard. We to haven't do. really made hardly any of the evolutions that I want this pod to make. <laughs> <laughs> we have video yeah. now. We have video we have now. One, but yeah, that's big. Thematically, this podcast is still just as far as where I want it to be. Yeah. Or far from where I want it to be. Yep, yep. But, it, you know, I'm having fun. It's going. If we're getting it. We got to get it going. Like, yeah. Consistency is key. Yeah. It's been hard. It's been... Why is it just... I don't know why it's so hard. <laughs> I blame Michigan, as you know. Well, I mean, the yeah. curse of this state. This state hates me, and I hate it, dude. <laughs> Fucking hate this state. It's true, dude. Do you do have this beef state with this state, me, dude? And this—I swear to God, the karma of my hatred is coming back on me. It's dude. true, dude. My life has been so difficult. Michigan lately. knows you hate it, dude. I know. Everyone else here loves this place, dude. Do they, do they don't like you. The, no, the, the energy hates you. I here. met someone somewhere this week. I can't remember where, but I—I I know. But remember, because he's from Ohio, and I said, "You hate Grand Rapids too." <laughs> No, I think but, there's honestly plenty of crowd out there like that that hate Grand Rapids. Of as course, well. it's true. <laughs> and I, I should also admit, to be fair to Grand Rapids and West Michigan, I've I, I've been here about six months now, longer, a little longer, longer but than that. Much. But I'm going about, through a, oh, a, a, a real period of homesickness. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I'm a city boy and I miss it. Yeah, it's a different life. I mean, it's definitely yeah. small. It's a city, but it's not really. Right. It's a small city. It's not the same if you've lived in a real city. No. 
Yeah, it's not a real city. It's know? not. I mean, culture-wise, yeah. not. So- da- and I've said here, like downtown Grand Rapids is really beautiful and has so much potential. Yeah, but there's nobody fucking down there using it. Yeah, it drives me insane. Nobody lives down there. Nobody like hangs out down there. No, they're afraid of homeless people, so it's they avoid weird. it. Yeah, but um, I might have a chance to go to L.A. soon for a little bit. Yeah, so that's exciting. Hopefully, go hang that out, happens. hang out, with James. Hopefully, that happens, and we can look forward to some L.A. content. Yeah. Okay, Leopold's here telling get, me get that Nick we should back wrap on. up the pod. Do we have anything else to talk about? I don't think so. We're on an international break. We're going to go ahead and skip that conversation. Yeah, we don't really like that stuff very much. So we'll come back and uh, we'll talk, talk about, more. Talk News about, pops up. We'll get. We'll, we'll jump in if yeah. something crazy happens with the Saudi window still being open. Otherwise, we'll be back soon to talk about stuff around Europe. We'll around t- Europe, our fa- and uh, Patreon members, our fantasy teams. We'll talk about those soon. Yeah, we'll have that up soon. Patreon members, and there are more than one of you now. Yeah. Reach out to us with ideas for Patreon content, suggestions. One of you, we're still trying to get you on. You know who you are. Both of you, actually. Actually, both of you. Wait, I didn't say both. Two of you, because there could be more. (laughs) Like, (laughs) ten ten of you all want to, they're supposed to be on the podcast. The dozens of Patreon (laughs) members that want to be on this podcast, you have to get in line. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, we're this busy. Look at, we got Bruce over here. I think you're going to dethrone bruce can't dethrone bruce bruce is so cozy we don't have a camera on bruce <laughs> i know we need to get a bruce camera we have i don't think we have any uh pet cameos in this episode we should get some yeah thank god maybe i'll take some sorry guys. Cut not you cats you cats are doing good them in. okay <laughs> we did successfully have an interruption free episode that's shocking honestly i'm shocked you turned the light on at one second it's that was it so happy thought you're gonna cut that out though no we didn't turn the light on at one second the light just magically changed oh no i'm that's fine <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> it lightened up when we were talking about our teams winning over the weekend <laughs> all right we can wrap I, this I up i think that's just about enough thanks y'all it's been soccer situations uh i am todd and i'm alex and we're here for you Thank you.